Okay, so we're continuing to Hilim. We are on Mizmor, Lamed Bet. This is the 32nd Mizmor. And this is a famous Mizmor. That's some famous Pesukim of uh, Teshuvah. It's a Mizmor of Teshuvah. Some of the Chachamim say that, uh, that this is in relation to David's sin with Bathsheba. When he's, he stole, essentially stole Bathsheba as a wife from a random man within the kingdom. And he sent the man off to battle to, to get killed. So the, the Navi, Natan, comes after him afterwards, comes, comes up to David afterwards, and he tells him, you know, he gives him a parable, and he says, you've sinned. And then David says, Khatati Ladonai, I've sinned to God. And pretty much for the rest of David's kingship, he's trying to atone for that sin with Bathsheba, and he doesn't feel like he's deserving of the kingship. And you could, you know, learn... This whole uh, crazy saga with uh, Moshe Niatin. But according to some of the Chachamim, why would David HaMelech be asking for forgiveness? Why is there a Mizmor dedicated to asking for forgiveness? Because of that sin. Okay, so that would be like the historical backdrop that the Chachamim present for this 30-second Mizmor. Pasuk Aleph. The David Maskil, Ashre Nesui Fesha Kesui Chata'a. Nesui Pesha Kesui Chata'a. By David A. Thought maskil could be anything. We don't. It's not exactly clear what a maskil is. Um, one of the things we said you could always assume it is is like a type of instrument or a type of music. Okay. So for for David, a music song. You know, what do we? What is a maskil? How does it sound today? We don't know. But but it could just be a type of instrument or a type of music. So by David, there was a maskil. Happy. Is he whose transgression is forgiven? Uh, pesha is sin, and nesui is to be forgiven. Kesui hata'a. That is chet is covered up. Now it's very important to know that in, in Chazal, there are three types of sin. There's pesha, avon, and chet. So say a pesha is a sin in which a person does with intent in order to rebel against God. And avon is a sin that a person does not to rebel against God, but because his temptation is overcoming him. And he does it on purpose, but he just can't control his temptation. And then a chet is like a mistake. A chet is a sin that a person does accidentally, right? So the different, the various forms of forgiveness here apply to the various types of sins that a person could do. Okay, uh, Happy is the person that his peshat, which is the worst type of sin, is covered up. And his chet, which is the lowest type of sin, is also covered up, it's forgiven. Okay, so he's covering the whole spectrum of types of sins with the thing. So why would David HaMelech be so, so wishful or so praising of the person who has his sins forgiven? Because he himself wants his sins to be forgiven. That's his dream. His dream is that he could be cleansed of all this guilt that he feels for his sin with Bathsheba. So he's saying praiseworthy is the man that God forgives his sins. Pasuk Bet. Ashrei Adam lo Praiseworthy is the man, or happy is the man, that God does not have in mind for him any sins. Meaning that there's no sin, there's no recognizable sin in the man. And there's no deceit in the man's heart. So there are multiple ways, multiple ways to look at the pasuk, but I'll stick to one. Praiseworthy is the man that Hashem, who can see into the heart, notices or knows by looking in the inside of the person that the person is clean. Praiseworthy is that man that even God could recognize that he is clean. 
And another way of saying that is that there is no deceit in the man's heart. Meaning and that person's teshuvah is clean and is complete and the person himself has no intention of ever going back to the sin. So praiseworthy is the man whom Hashem recognizes is the sin is gone and inside the person himself there is no, there's no deceit. Meaning there's no, whenever he said he's going to do teshuvah, he really meant it and he's going to stick by it. Pasuk Gimel Ki eherashti balu atzamai b'sha'agati kolayom When I kept silent, my bones have withered with my roaring throughout the day. What's going on in this pasuk? What is he referring to? He's saying, when I kept silent, ki eherashti means when I was silent. When I kept silent and I didn't do teshuvah, the guilt was eating at me to the extent that my bones started to wither. You know, you could have some like physical manifestations of anxiety and, and guilt. And he's so ridden with guilt that his bones are withering. And uh, when he roared throughout the day, uh, wh- whether he's uh, being quiet and not, and not crying out on tefillah, or whether he's crying out and roaring like a lion, he still feels this pain of his bones withering. A bit of a cryptic pasuk, but, but whenever I was silent and I was not asking for teshuvah, I felt like my bones were withering. And so too, when I was crying in, the, in tefillah, my bones were also withering. Pasuk Dalet. Ki yomam valayla tichbad ala yadecha nepach l'shaddi biharvonek This is also a difficult pasuk. For day and night, your hand wait upon me. Meaning the, the day and night, he feels Bore Olam. This is the whole source of David's guilt, is the fact that he knows Bore Olam, recognizes that he has sin in him. So he's saying, day and night, I feel the, the heaviness of your hand upon me. My leshed, my moisture, like the natural lubrication of my body, has turned into the dryness of the summer heat. Okay, so in this pasuk, he's explaining how oh, the, a lot of these pasukim is explaining the physical feeling he's getting from all of this guilt and shame that he feels for his sins. He feels uh, that his bones are withering and that the, the lubrication in his body is is turning dry. Pasuk he chatati odiacha va'avoni lo chisiti amarti ode alle feshai ladunai ve'atana sata abon chatati sela. So this is a famous pasuk. Do you know where this pasuk is from? This pasuk is from the beginning of the Sidichot. When you want to begin the Sidichot, you say, Khatati o lo Or you want to begin the Tachanun in the Sidichot, sorry. Khatati o lo My sin, I acknowledge to you. And my avon, which we said is a different type of sin, I have not covered up. Amarti ode ale feshai ale is like al. Okay? So I said, I will confess to my transgressions to Hashem, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Now, did God already forgive the guilt of David's sin? Why is he saying, you have forgiven the sin? He's using Avar bin Kumatid. This is the classic Avar bin Kumatid, which is when David uses the past tense to request something for the future. So he's saying, I have not withheld any of my, I have, I have not covered up any of my sins. I have exposed all of my sins to you, Hashem. And please, therefore, forgive them. Forgive my sins, Selah. Okay, Pasuk 6. And for this, every Hasid, every righteous person who is devoted, should pray 
Elecha le'et metzo. To you at the time of need, at the time when they're searching. Rak le'shetef ma'im rabim elav lo yagiu. And if he prays, if the tzaddik prays like this, and he prays for his sins to be forgiven, then the shetef ma'im rabim, the torrent of mighty waters, the 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 uh, the wave of water that will overtake the sinners of the world, will not reach him. So in this pasuk, it's an interesting pasuk. He's saying that not only am I praying for forgiveness for my sins, but I encourage all Hasidim to pray for forgiveness for their sins, because there will be a time in which the water, the wave, comes to wash away the sinners. That's like the metaphor, the metaphor of the wave that comes to wash away all the sinners. That's whenever the sins of the people become too overbearing, and there needs to be some cleaning, you know, some some accounting done. And if the Hasidim they do that, then the those waters that come to wash away the wicked will not reach them. So not only am I praying for forgiveness for my sins, I encourage all Sadiqim to pray for their forgiveness. Pasuk Zain, Ata seterli mitzar, titsereni rone falet, tesoveveni sela. Sorry, I read it wrong. Ata seterli mitzar titsereni rone falet, tesoveveni sela. You are protection for me. You are a hiding place for me. Mitzar titsereni, you protect me like notzer. You notzer is to protect. You protect me from enemies or from difficulties. Rone falet tesoveveni sela. The songs of escape. Please surround me with those songs. Okay? So, uh, he's just, in this pasuk, he's acknowledging his, his uh, reliance on God. That God is his protection. God saves him from his enemies. And he pleads with God to please surround him with joy. With songs of joy of his escape from, it seems like the escape from the torrent of the waters in the previous pasuk. Pasuk chet. Askilecha veorecha bederech zutelech i'atza alecha aini. He's talking now to those tzaddikim again, those chassidim that he told before to pray to God for their forgiveness. So he says, I will askilecha, I will instruct you, and I will enlighten you in the way that you should go. I will advise you. My eye is upon you. Okay? I'm going to give you advice. And what does he tell? What does he tell the tzaddik? What does he tell the person who wants to get forgiveness from God? Al tiyu kesus. He says, do not be like a, like a horse or like a mule that has no understanding that their, uh, their wildness is covered with like um, a resin, is like a type of restraint. Meteg and resin are types of restraint that they put on the mouth. The muzzle? It's like a muzzle that they put on the mouth, but it would also, I don't know how it would work, but it would allow the person who's sitting on the, oh, the horse like the rider, he to, to direct the face of the horse and thereby direct the direction that the horse would go in. Something like that. Okay? So do not be like a, like a horse or like a mule that do not understand that they go with a, with a uh, they tame their, their wildness. Making with reference a, that... To like a person with a muzzle, Hashem shouldn't control like that. Who's no, he's, he's 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 don't be like them that uh, somebody has to, yeah. Don't he's saying, don't be like a like a horse and like a mule that have so little understanding and they have so little direction and so little 
internal comprehension that even their face needs to be directed by another human who is directing them. That they that they have a muzzle that's covering their mouth and that they, that doesn't let them go anywhere. Some huh? like these masks. Yeah, that's it. The suit of the masks, right? Okay, do not be like Azula. Lest it approach you and injure you, that these animals are, are restrained to this, to this extent, lest they go and they, they touch another human being. Rather, there are a lot of maladies, there are a lot of pain, there's a lot of pain for the Rashaim. Okay? So don't be like an animal. That has no restraint, that has no uh, internal thought. Don't be like a rasha that behaves like an animal. Because there is a lot of pain that comes to the rashaim. But, this is a famous pasuk. The one who has faith in God will be enveloped in kindness, will be surrounded by, by kindness. Rejoice in Hashem. And be happy, the tzaddikim, v'harninu kol yoshre live, and sing out all those of you who are righteous. Okay, so what what essentially is the mizmor? Let's sum up the mizmor in a in a, in a little in a little uh, summary. Um, he opens up asking for forgiveness. David says, "My bones are withering, and I feel the pain of the guilt." And the chachamim say this was because of the sin of Bathsheba, right? He says, um, "Hashem, I'm opening up my sin to you, please." Forgive my sin. I'm not covering up any of my sins. So please, forgive my sins. And, and he turns to David. David then turns to Tzadikim and he says, And Tzadikim, do this as well. Ask God for forgiveness. Because there's going to be a time when the waters come to wash away the wicked. And if you ask God for forgiveness, you will not be included there. And he says, I'll tell you the way, Tzadikim. I'll tell you the way you should go. Just do, not, do not be like an animal. Do not be like an animal that doesn't understand anything. Make decisions for yourself, proper decisions. Don't be guided by your animal instinct to the extent that other people have to restrain you the way a, the way a jockey restrains a horse. And if you do that, you will avoid the pain that comes to the Rishaim, the one who has faith in God. He's enveloped by kindness. Be happy, the righteous people. You should be, and you should sing to God, all you people that have a straight heart. That's the summary of the Mizmor. We continue with Mizmor 33 tomorrow. Amen. Amen.